just watched during that final rose ceremony here during Fantasy Suite Week, which we are going to recap on today's episode presented by Vessel Health. And before we get into any of that, I want to tell all of you about our good friends over at Vessel Health. We've been partnered with them for a few months now, and I could not be happier. I've been famous for saying that Vessel is going to take over the world and the health industry and really allowing people to take health into their own hands and track what is going on within their body. Simply what it is, is they send you test cards and within those test cards, there is of course an app that you have to download on your phone. It's free. You make an account and you can track what is going on within your body. You're going to get a reviewed score of over 10 wellness indicators and instantly have a better understanding of what nutrition and lifestyle changes that are going to have the biggest impact in all of your lives. I could not be happier of any partnership that we do have, and we love all of you equally. I really do love Pushing Vessel because if you don't invest in you, how can you expect somebody else to? And all of you can take advantage of this great offer I have for you today, and it really is a good offer. You head to VesselHealth.com. That is V-E-S-S-E-L Health.com and use code A-N-T-5-0 for 50% off of your first month. Within that first month, you get three to four test cards and you're going to be able to track it as often as you want. And it's going to allow you to figure out, hey, what am I doing good? And also, what can I improve upon? And I know personally for me, my magnesium levels were really low and that means sleep. And Vessel not only helped craft a plan to increase those levels, but they helped, again, push that forward onto me that I didn't know why I was having trouble sleeping. And now I'm sleeping so much better at night, thanks to Vessel, of course. And again, all of you can take advantage of this great opportunity today by heading to VesselHealth.com and using my code ANT50 for 50% off of your first month. To this week, to Fantasy Suite Week, and by the way, yes, I hear all of you screaming at me, why did you release the Bachelor Finale preview show early? Well, we wanted to be first, of course, and I also didn't think that much was going to change. I thought Bree was going to be there at the end of this, and I for sure thought Rachel was going to be there at the end of this, and I thought Michelle would get faded out, but boy, were we stunned on this episode, especially me, and I know all of you who did vote on our poll that we posted on social, pretty much all voted for Rachel to win this thing, and your hopes are still alive, of course. And for all of us out there who thought Brie was going to win this, we, of course, got crushed this week. But before we talk about that final rose ceremony, I want to talk about what happened on this episode, recapping some things that kind of stuck out, and then uh, we'll talk about the rose ceremony and what to expect during finale week, because at this point... I have no idea what Matt is going to do. So the episode starts out, I think a lot of you remember, uh, Matt's dad comes in. And right away, it hits me, this vibe of like, he's a very distant father, even though I already knew that. But if I didn't know that already, I kind of would have known just because of the vibe that he was giving off. And he kept saying things like, you'll be great, son. And just the way he was saying it kind of, felt like he was being supportive, but he also wasn't there. It was just kind of a vibe that I got. And it was one of those conversations that Matt and his father had. It felt like I shouldn't have been seeing that and the rest of the world should not have been seeing that. It didn't feel awkward, but this show knows how to put things 
into use and production did a very good job of allowing that conversation to happen and really craft the rest of the episode because as we saw with every one-on-one, Matt talked about that conversation that was super heavy and I, I do feel that it was super genuine too, but it is crazy how all of a sudden that just came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that at all and I don't think a lot of you were either. That is how the Fantasy Suite Week Fantasy Suite Week recap is going to start talking about that little one-on-one that Matt had with his father. And then we get into the first one-on-one of this Fantasy Suite Week. And we have Michelle. And right away, I thought that the spa day was like one of the creepiest dates that the show has done. Because we all know that they love their spa dates in every season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and they try and do different spinoffs of them, but there really are only so many things that you can do, but I I felt like this was a little weird. I don't know about all of you, but I do think they connected on a level that was good and continuously played out, and as we got into that night, you saw Matt really, really sell out for her, and we saw at the rose ceremony at the end of all of this, she is going to be there for finale week, and I really don't know who he's going to pick. Also, we uh, we have the Brie one-on-one that does happen this week, and I was really looking forward to this because I knew that there was a lot there already in regard to their conversations, as well as with Michelle, and everything kind of just made sense. And they start off with this outdoors date, which I feel like they had the most outdoor time of any couple or partnership in this season. I don't know what the reasoning was behind that. And Matt gave a lot of hints to us this episode that Brie was going to be there for finale week saying things like, I have these things that I want to talk to Brie about. And he says how he thinks about potentially meeting uh, her family again. And then she also reaffirms that to him saying, I'm really thinking about potentially meeting your family and I think that was so important uh, just to hear and get clarity as to what is going on with Bree and Matt at that point of the episode of course we know things change and Matt says something really good at the end of their one-on-one at the nightcap and he talks about and I think this was a quote that we wrote down he said we connect on the deepest levels this is what I'm looking for And I can see a life with her after this. That was the first time that I really remembered him saying that with any of the women. I mean, yes, he has talked about it and been brief about it. But that was really direct. And after that one-on-one, I was like, oh my goodness, Bree's going to win this thing. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think Matt talked about, you know, if you know, you know. It's kind of that famous saying, but it's so true. And it wasn't an indictment on Brie, her character, or anything. I just think there was not something there for Matt that he was looking for. And it's just crazy to see how that happened. I was completely blindsided by that. But I will say, and we'll talk about this in a second, when Michelle did get that rose at the rose ceremony, the first rose, I was like, oh no, Brie is fucked. And she ended up getting screwed. And... Matt was listening to his heart and following his heart, and hopefully we'll see what plays out next week. But when he says things like that, when he's talking about 
connecting on the deep levels and that's what he's looking for and he can see a life with her like he never has said anything that direct this entire season about any other woman so that was something where after that one-on-one again I felt super good about where Brie and Matt were and clearly that just didn't play out so after the Brie one-on-one we get to the Rachel one-on-one and to start there's something off and I feel like that was production doing a very good job of showing you, was there really something off? I mean, maybe there was, but I also do think, again, production did a very good job as to making us all think that she was going to be headed out the door. And then all of a sudden, the day went really well, the date went really well, and this is the first time that Rachel and Matt were able to have those good conversations because... You and I both saw this entire season. Both of the, both of them just thought each other was so damn hot, and they never showed any scenes of them actually having conversations as with Brie, Michelle, and other women. So I was really interested to see how that was going to play this week, and it looked like it played pretty well with Rachel getting that rose heading into finale week. Also, one thing, a lot of you have noticed this, and I've seen this out there in the social media circles within Bachelor Nation, that production really wants her to win this. I mean, everything that she's doing is like the biggest and most grand thing you can think of within a season, and then they just stick Brie in the woods with a tent. Like, I don't know if there was a reason behind that, but I also do pay attention to production, and I urge all of you who do watch the show to continuously do that because production will tell you sometimes, hey, we're doing a lot for this person, hint, hint, wink, wink, this person might be here at the end and now we're at the end getting into finale week next week and Rachel is here so yeah Rachel now that they've had of course that connection attraction to one another they have that conversation the level in which they got to know each other even better off of camera within the fantasy suite which I do think is a benefit to a lot of people and also sometimes maybe a downfall but With Rachel, it certainly looks like a benefit. And then we get to the rose ceremony. And right again, when it started, Michelle was the first one to walk through. She got in. And then Brie and then Rachel. And as soon as this rose ceremony was starting, I was thinking back to myself, you know, this entire season, really every season, the recency bias thing always plays out. It always ends up like just going into this place where it really affects decisions And I think that is really the reason why Matt ended up picking Rachel in this rose ceremony over Brie. Now, of course, there were other things there, but the fact that Rachel was that last one-on-one, that they had a really good time, and it was so recent to that rose ceremony, completely different to where Brie and Matt had the one-on-one. I mean, that was a few days back or a day back, depending on the time frame in which they did it. That stuff really matters And yeah, I just think Brie kind of got caught in the middle because she was the middle one-on-one and recency bias is a really big thing. And yeah, I don't know. I I feel completely blindsided by this. Um, Michelle getting that first rose, when that happened, I was like, oh no, this is not good for Brie. That was my initial reaction because I knew with the recency bias thing being so important that him and Rachel we're just going to, he was going to pick Rachel. And I, I also knew that, of course, he's had it out for Rachel this entire season in a good way. So 
yeah, I knew at that point Rachel, or not Rachel, I knew at that point that Brie was kind of in trouble. And uh, yeah, so Brie ends up going home after that rose ceremony. And uh, now we're into finale week. And I don't really know what Matt's going to do. Maybe some of you do. And we're probably going to run another poll on social sometime uh, between now when you're listening uh, and Monday, the finale, as to who Matt is going to pick. And the thing that stinks about Instagram is sometimes when you run polls with more than two people, you can't get like a percent and you can't see, okay, I voted for this person. This is the percent of people that are voting with me or against me. But now with two people, you're going to be able to see that full front. So I'm really interested to see who all of you think Matt is going to pick. Maybe you still think Rachel has no chance to lose this thing, which I believe last time we did a poll, like almost 23,000 of you voted for Rachel and Michelle was getting no love at all. But I think now Michelle's probably going to get some love on this poll that we do put up. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned to our stories. We're always active there. And uh, yeah, what an episode. This season is almost over. And again, I know we released our Bachelor finale preview show a little bit early, but I wanted to make sure that that got out because we were first and of course we're new covering all this and a lot of people seem to like that, but I didn't think things were going to change and I had things planned out in a way that Brie and Rachel were going to be here for finale week and it just did not work that way. So yeah, I was wrong with the Brie pick, guys. I told you guys night one of this season that Brie was going to win it. I also did have Rachel in that top three, so at least one of my picks is still alive. But uh, yeah, I'm a big enough man to admit when I'm wrong, and of course I was wrong with the Bree pick, but really none of us know. I mean, we're just basing our picks off of what we see on a produced national television series show, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, um, that's the recap for Fantasy Suite Week. Uh, Be sure... To uh, come back Thursday, we have a new episode coming out on non-negotiables and things that all of you who are in relationships now have been in them before or maybe thinking about getting back in one again. There are going to be some things that I'm going to lay out for all of you to give you clarity. And I think that is our mind's favorite word. Even when you think about that word and you even say that word out loud, clarity, your mind within that second is just so calm paused and relaxed and like this just feels right and we're going to talk about that on Thursday I think the episode we did on validating your partner was a really good one and I think a lot of you like that for those who listened again for those of you who are in relationships now were in them or thinking about getting in them and I think we're going to start doing a lot more of those now outside of our dating and career advice episodes we're really trying to touch everything for all of you because I want to give, again, all of you a different perspective on things that you may have not recognized before. So Thursday, we have that episode coming out on the non-negotiables. And then uh, Monday, we are going to have the Bachelor finale recap show. And we're going to talk about what we saw, what Matt did, who he picked, and why. And uh, going into that, I don't really have a pick. I mean, at this point, I was wrong about Bree, and I didn't think I was going to be more right about her. I was actually looking forward to coming on here and telling you, look, see, I told you Brie was getting picked, but I really don't have a clue and maybe I will after all of you vote 
And if I do have an updated pick, I again will let all of you know that on our social. If you have concerns, questions, things that you want to know, continue to DM us. I I love DMing back and forth with all of you. People just continuously send their well wishes, regards, and questions about things in their lives. I love helping people. That's like the reason why I think I'm here. And uh, yeah, thanks to our partners as usual. Don't forget to check out Vessel Health. I think you're going to want to check it out. Of all of the partners that we have, they are definitely one of the most impactful to your lives because you got to take care of your body and check and make sure things are okay. And this is going to be an affordable way to do it. Again, VesselHealth.com. Use my code ANT50 for 50% off of your first month. And yeah, I look forward to seeing all of you on Thursday. Thursday.